Oh, my bad. Alright, whenever you're ready. Okay, which way you're gonna turn? I'm gonna turn this way. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this way, I'm gonna turn this way. Alright, three, two, one. Hello, Hello kids! kids. <laughs> 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 Wait, I'm gonna close the door. Welcome to a very special episode of the Room 3G podcast. Well, you know, I already said it, but you, you already know who it is. You already know what it is. But do you? Because we're wearing masks. You don't know who is who. You don't know what's going on. But we're going to explain very shortly. Welcome back, guys. Um, so there's my co-host, Simon. Oh. Or is it Simon? No. no. Anyways, as you guys know, I am Simon. And is, I can't even tell this recording. Oh, it's recording. And, and I am Tyler. And today we have a special episode because we gave, you guys, special. we gave you guys enough time to watch the movie. If you guys even know what we're talking about, we're talking about Joker today. You already know... It's the movie everybody's been talking about. It's, it's, it's so good. But we're going to give you a solid review. You know, we've been giving you video game reviews. But, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we, we, we're expanding into the realm of uh, cinema. Exactly. So, uh, you know, just like, you know, we always say, spoiler warning. You know, if you haven't watched the film and you want to see it, you got to turn back. Because we're going to be talking about all of that juicy stuff. Yeah, guys, so... That uh, happens in the movie. So, um... So, yeah, a uh, little bit of background. Joker uh, is uh, the origin story of, well, the Joker, the iconic yeah. uh, Batman uh, villain. S- villain mm-hmm. uh, follows the story of Arthur Fleck and his Descent into Madness, directed mm-hmm. by Todd Phillips, who, mm-hmm. who you know, people were kind of skeptical because he's actually, I believe, the director of the Hangover trilogy. I think so, yeah. So, like, people are like, what the hell? Like, how's this guy going to make, like, a grungy story about the Joker? Mm-hmm. But, you know... You know, we'll talk about what happened, how, how, how he did. Yeah. But, um, and then starring, of course, everybody's been talking about him, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. With, with a great performance yeah. as Arthur Fleck. So, yeah, that's, that's the background. <coughs> and uh, this is your last chance to turn back if, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't want to hear the spoilers. But here we go. Spoiler warning right now. Right I can't believe Batman kills Joker in the end. <laughs> Dude, I know, I know, bro. And then the penguin shows up. Dude. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out from out of nowhere and kills them all again. Yeah. It's crazy. But anyways, guys, this movie came out, um, I think, at least three weeks ago. It, it's like two and a half weeks, two and a half yeah. weeks. Yeah, I saw it uh, opening weekend. Yeah. It's so basically, this man, every yeah. single time he goes home, um, it's like always when there's like a good film coming out and I usually can't go and see the movie until <laughs> <laughs> until until after until after he sees it. Mm-hmm. So every single time he's always like he's always like, you know what, Tyler, I just fucking spoil the movie for you. Yeah, like Endgame. I don't have to live in fear. Just like the citizens of Gotham. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you like that one? <laughs> not yet. Anyways, this movie came out three weeks ago. I watched the opening weekend. He watched it, I think, last week. Yes, last week. Mm-hmm. During a fall recess. Yeah, we have fall recess now. USC gives USC, us... USC, fight on. Yeah, fight on. Funny. Friends family. Yeah, ever, ever. <laughs> it's funny because we look like KKK members. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny at all. We, we did not endorse the just, KKK in any we way. We just said fight on. We're a cult. Yeah, well, we're definitely on, like, three different watch lists mm-hmm. now uh, just for putting this video on the internet. But, yeah. you know... Look, continue what you were saying, Simon. Um, I watched the opening weekend. He watched it uh, a week ago. And, you know, it's, we, we just got to get straight to it. Thoughts on the movie. So, you know, if we're just going straight up, 
It's a really fucking good movie, yeah. guys. Really fucking good. It is an amazing movie, and because people are saying like, "Oh, it's a superhero movie," it's like it can't. You know why? Why should it win awards? Because like you feel like you need, yeah. you know, some comic book history mm-hmm. in order to understand it. But I, the way I see it is that this movie, even if it wasn't affiliated with comic books, mm-hmm. is an amazing movie regardless yeah. mm-hmm. because it tackles issues like mental health and like society's kind of stigma against such ideas. Yes. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. So basically, you know. I th- I feel like even if you even if you don't really pay attention, if you didn't even know this movie was gonna come out, you've probably heard about it. You know about the controversy. Yes, as Simon men- <laughs> as Simon mentioned, you know there's a lot of controversy because you know there is violence obviously in the film, mm-hmm. but also about his portrayal of mental health. So you know mental health is a very ch- touchy subject. So we just want to say you know we support anybody who is going through some tough times right now. If you need help. Please go and find it. Mm-hmm. Um, we will though, always you know, be here. Though that is not, you know, it's not always as simple as it sounds. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're here for you guys, yeah. and we're sure that you have people in your circle that are there for you as well. Mm-hmm. So with that out of the way, obviously the Joker goes through some very, well, not I wouldn't say traumatic, but uh, you know, some very unfortunate things. Mm-hmm. Really, that uh, you know, obviously <coughs> cause him to go into madness, become the Joker. <laughs> And so, you know, some people have, uh, you know, problems with the portrayal of mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I would have to say that uh, I believe uh, it was, it, I don't think it was really offensive in any way. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of touched on very well because, you know, throughout the entire movie, you kind of see Joaquin Phoenix playing this character who's like just broken down mm-hmm. through like, like, yeah, he has a um, physiological disorder, the laughing disorder. But, like, along with that, like, he's also just, you know, insane because of what's happened in his childhood and things like that that just caused him to be like this. Mm -hmm. And it's just an important message to society, guys, to not look away. (laughs) People are hurting. (laughs) Well, I think, like, the the thing about, like, mental health and, like, Mm -hmm. popular media and stuff is that... Is that like usually? I think I feel like the stigma uh, that people are trying to put on the Joker, they're trying to like criticize Joker for, is that you know you only have your, your your normal stigma of oh like this guy was crazy, so like he murdered a bunch of yeah. people. But I feel as if yeah, it's okay that if you know if you're gonna break it way down, yeah, that's basically what the Joker is about, right? It's a dude that goes crazy mm-hmm. and he kills people, becomes violent. But the thing is, is that the the writing um, gives gives a very uh, almost a uh, very unsettlingly plausible uh, explanation as to why he goes insane. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the writing is very good. And um, obviously, Joaquin does a great performance. But, you know, it gives it gives Joker a reason to have become the Joker. It, mm-hmm. they, they don't just use his mental illness as the reason why he becomes a Joker. You know, many other things happen to him that mm-hmm. you know that drive him over the edge yeah like because i mean we know gotham but like even if you didn't know what gotham was you can see in the movie the city's like you know full of poverty yeah it's full of just um like just criminals and everything and just being in a society like that um obviously is going to do something towards you mentally yeah. and you know physically mm-hmm. so yeah that's why like i said um 
this movie by itself without it having like a comic book affiliation would be an amazing movie in general because it just touches on these subjects yeah. and portrays it in such a way mm-hmm. that just that yeah. we just haven't done before in a way kind of <laughs> kind of yes so you know that is one very touchy subject people thought and like you're talking about the movie mental illness blah 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 but yes you know i'm sure you've seen online joaquin phoenix does do a great impression of the you know the laughter disorder where you we have uh, uncontrollable mm-hmm. fits of laughter uh during the movie plays kind of a big uh, big role in the movie actually mm-hmm. uh, kind of it be, it essentially leads him to like you know his first murders he's on the train right mm-hmm. dudes think they're laughing he's laughing at them but he's not yeah. and then he like murders them mm-hmm. so you know talking about murder um, which is you know this oh. is this is the second and and probably I guess final touchy subject of the film you know people um are saying that this movie encourages violence you know and it, 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 it mm-hmm. incites violence it kind of glorifies it in a way so what are your thoughts on that Simon um I can see that because well while Joker is <laughs> just, I'm, t- while, I'm sorry I just can't take it serious <laughs> like okay we're being very serious yeah. we're, we're being serious about these topics but I'm just looking at the camera right now yeah, and I- we're just we're literally like yeah mental health uh, you know violence <laughs> and like we look like okay li- okay Back to the serious discussion. Yeah, back to serious. Back to serious discussion. Um, well, uh, violence kind of glorified. I see that because, um, you know, while we do know Joker is the villain in the main Batman series and stuff like that, it's also like, well, in this movie, he's the hero in our eyes. Because he, well, kind of. He anti-hero, as we should say. Because he stands up, you know, against all his adversaries and finally goes like, you know, I'm strong enough to be who I am. So that's why like people might relate to that. They're like, oh, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it too. And you never know, but in the poverty, poverty-stricken city somewhere, it could happen eventually, which isn't a good thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I I feel like I don't. I don't think it encourages violence. Um, I I would say like the only scene that's like. That, well, okay. I feel like they all they're they they're all kind of messed up. Okay? Yeah. they're actually all pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, there is never a reason to kill somebody, but in this movie, like when when Arthur does kill, I feel as if you know it's not it's definitely I do not support you know killing violence that kind of stuff, but you but you have to feel that it isn't like mindless like you mm-hmm. you the movie tells you why he's driven. To, you know, commit these acts of violence. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just like, you know, uh, killing for the sake of killing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, in a, in a way, it's like motivated killing. But like, in a sense, like his first murders were in a way self-defense. Yeah, they were, they were, okay, well, we can say the first two guys were self-defense. Oh, yeah, the he last one. could have let the, that was like the big turning point. That's when I was like, oh shit, boys. Mm, that, I mean, that was when he turned yeah. into Joker. Yeah, so if you don't know what we're talking about, basically, as we were saying before. Well, if you don't know, maybe you should have, wa- maybe you should have been watching because you said spoilers, <laughs> bitch. Okay, so basically, two guys on the train, he shoots them out of self-defense because they start beating him up. Yeah, One guy, him. he only shoots in the leg or something. He's limping away. He basically has the choice mm-hmm. to let him live. But he executes him, mm-hmm. and that's his first, you know, actual, I guess, self-driven. Yeah, oh, like, self-driven. Uh, like, uh, uh, you know, 
murder, Mur- murder, like, like actual, no, I, like actual murder, not yeah. like in self defense. Yeah. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's out out of hate, hatred, and like mm-hmm. spite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, you know, so like as Simon says, that is kind of when you know a lot of people say this when he becomes the Joker, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the bathroom, and we have what se- what scene do we have? We have this dance sequence that. I mean, there is a lot of dancing in this movie. Yeah, it's kind of a big theme. Mm-hmm. It kind of, kind of shows how he expresses himself and just kind of, um, in a sense, brings him tranquility. Yeah. So um, after he after he murders those three people, he like runs to a, like a public restroom and locks it, and he's just standing and staring at himself in the mirror, and he just starts dancing. <laughs> He starts dancing. You're, you're speaking away from the mic. Oh, sorry. He starts dancing. <laughs> he starts dancing. And then, you know, the, the score, I have to say, it was just beautiful yeah, it was in fire. this entire movie. Yes. And I believe like, the, uh, just to interject, I believe mm-hmm. the, compo- the composer was a, um, a cellist, a female cellist. From Iceland. Yes. She Hil- pops Hil- off. She Hilder pops off. Gildenter, something like that. Yeah. Well, she pops the fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but he's he's just in this restroom. He's dancing. There's no... The only thing you hear is really just the score and just watching him dance. And yeah. you see him kind of... Like... Because he has this move where he kind of spreads his arms. And you see that as kind of like spreading his wings. And he's oh. starting to fly, you know? Yeah. He's He's growing. He starts... He realizes like, oh... This is I've changed as a person, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. it's just that entire scene. Like it's so pivotal in the entire movie, and it's just so yeah. important. And you know, <clears throat> yeah, we talk about Joaquin Phoenix's performance. You know, people mm-hmm. have said that this was actually an improvised dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did have a coach, but this scene in itself was improvised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, another just another example. Of, you know, obviously the way he played the character is great, but you know, it's little things like this that really just fleshed mm-hmm. out Arthur. And uh, made us feel really connected to him. Yeah. Also, fun fact. Apparently, uh, I believe Todd Phillips requested that the soundtrack be written before production. Yep. So that uh, they could have it playing yep. during, uh, you know, shots mm-hmm. and uh, help Joaquin to get more into the mood and, mm-hmm. you know, get get the feeling of the movie uh, more cohesive. But also because music and dance, as Simon said, was such a, uh, such a strong part of Arthur's character and who mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, and um, another thing about that bathroom scene, I remember I watched a video where initially they were planning on just having him look in the mirror and just wipe the makeup off his face. Yeah. But then they realized it just wasn't, it wouldn't show the transformation that he was undergoing. Mm-hmm. So then that's when they decided it was just going to be cameraman and Joaquin and Todd Phillips and they were just going to stay, that was, they were just going to film that, that dance yeah. and that happened. And it was honestly probably yeah. a better choice. And Joaquin is a beast. Yeah, Joaquin is a... He is an animal. Very good actor. Yeah. Very good. So, you know, and, you know, as we say, this violence that keeps on happening, there are some very shocking scenes. Um... I think a lot of people would point to the one where he kills his coworker as probably one of the most, probably the most like you know jarring one. Mm-hmm. But I have to say honestly, the one where he kills his mom is actually I, I was like pretty uh, that that it was like kind of it was it wasn't like shocking, but it just like made you feel like bad. It was you know? I mean because it was weird because the way he killed her and like there was there was I believe there was no music in the background and the way he did it and the stuff that he was saying mm-hmm. when he did it. Like, in a way, you're like, oh, like, he's being freed from, you know, this lady that kind of let him be abused and, mm-hmm. you know, led to his condition. 
And then you feel like, oh, like, you know, he's being, like, you kind of feel good for him, which makes you feel, like, bad, right? Because you're like, you shouldn't feel like this when someone's murdering somebody. Exactly. And the way he's, you know, killing her is almost like he doesn't even care, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just, he kills her so quickly and so easily. Um, It, it, it was, it it was very strange and, Mm -hmm. and unsettling. Yeah, um, yeah, because, I mean, just, even though, you know, she, she was part of, part of the reason he was abused as a child, like, sometimes when we see just, like, a mother figure being murdered, you know, we're like, oh, like, how could, how, we think, like, how could someone do that to someone who, like, quote-unquote raised them? Yeah. But then, like, again, we don't, we don't necessarily know because some people are, you know, actually abused as children. And, like, we don't know, we, so we might not just, we just might not understand, like, the resentment they actually feel towards these people. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, it's like, you feel, you feel better, but you also feel sad. Yeah. Yeah. And now we get on to theories. <laughs> to theories. Now, can we explain why people have theories on this movie? All right, so, it, some people, which I think is fucking stupid... You know, people have seen... It's been debunked, but people are like, oh, the clocks don't change time, right? And they think that, you know, because the final scene is of Arthur in the, you know, mental... In the in Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. people think that the whole movie technically didn't happen, and it was just a dream. Or his delusions. His delusions. And they, they basically cite the whole fact that his relationship was like, you know, he's an unreliable narrator. His relationship with the, um, his neighbor was, you know fake the audience which is led to believe that was actually happening but it wasn't and so you know some people think that the whole thing was a dream and mm-hmm. what do you think about that simon honestly no nah, i don't believe no no it's fucking it, retarded there's gotta be I'm sorry it's fucking some, retarded. there's obviously elements of which is real i mean to start off like you know the way the reason why all these theories popped up was because you know near the climax of the movie you know, he goes into his uh, neighbor down the hall's room, and she and you know throughout the movie we see them too. Like they get along. She vi- she visits him and his mother when she's in the hospital, and it seems like you know they're they have like a strong relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But then at that turning point, we realize that she has no idea who he is, and it's dude, that only that possible. shit was fucking scary, dude. Yeah, it's only possible that he made those up, and then yeah. at that point we're like, oh. Okay, what else is made up? Yeah. So, but then, um, yeah. Honestly, it's like that just like defeat defeats the whole like point of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- like why come up with a whole origin story and to be like J.K. Fam? It but, wasn't real. But that could just be what Joker wants. That could just be. But I mean, let's get fucking real. Like, no, that that was his origin story. At least mm-hmm. for this version of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What 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 do you think? What what do you think is real and is not real in this movie? Well, I mean, I feel like some of it was, like, obvious, right? Obviously mm-hmm. his girlfriend. And then, like, the only other thing that I think wasn't real was when, like, it was uh, the comedy show when he was doing his stand-up. And, oh, then, like, it seemed like he was, like, doing well, but he was actually, um, like, doing shitty. Yeah. And I mean, like, those were, like, the obvious parts. And I believe those were the only parts where, like... Arthur is being an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I remember seeing a lot of theories out there. It's like, oh, once he gets hit in that cop car, he dies, and everything past that is just pure imagination. 
<laughs> oh, excuse me. It's pure imagination. Which is like, That's yeah, it could make sense. fucking bull honky. It, it, it could make sense, but it's just... No. It, yeah. It's Even just, if no. it did make sense, I would be pissed. Because the scene where he stands on top of the car... Yeah, it's amazing. And he... He fire. draws... With his blood... And then he just oh. sp- spreads his arms again. And the music swells. Guys, you can't tell me I was the most amazing That's part of the That's fucking goosebumps, guys. <laughs> fucking goosebumps. Guys, come on. But... Yeah. I think a lot... Of the movie is, you know, real. And of yeah. course, you know, girlfriend and comedy scene. Because, I mean, when you when he's in the hospital and he sees the Murray Franklin show mm-hmm. and they're, like, bringing up his clip, he yeah. says the jokes, but there's no laughter. There's mm-hmm. no reaction mm-hmm. whatsoever. And, you know, you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, fuck. He's actually not doing well. And, you know, sometimes you got to think, like... At that point, you really start wondering, like, okay... Yeah. What's going on here? But I think everything past it is uh, real because, I mean, it just, Guys, it just like, made me feel better. This is just one of those things where you're looking too deep into it. Yeah. Like, the, the stupidest one I saw was like, after he climbs through the fridge, he just dies in there. Oh, I was like, what? Like, Come on, guys. You can't, because it was... Come on. That shot was in between, I think, him finding out he was adopted and then, like, whatever was after that. It was just, like, a small, like, transitional scene. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we don't see him get out, which is... Guys, movie rule 101, if you don't see him die on screen, they didn't die. Okay? So Come on, guys. Yeah. So, after you find out he's adopted and he goes into the fridge, I'm assuming it's just to experience mm-hmm. pain or, like, relieve himself or something. Mm-hmm. But there's no... I mean, like... Guys. Guys. Fuck fuck okay but the other theory is mm-hmm. do you think he killed his girlfriend and 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 her daughter i don't even think that's relevant though honestly like it, but you it know doesn't you just matter. want to know i don't think so yeah i don't think so either i think i mean he did the the thing yeah wow if that was if that's the thumbnail it's over but <laughs> but he he did that thing but that was just in reference to the thing the thing yeah. they did in the elevator mm-hmm. but there's also one theory that I always see around. It's like, at the end of the movie, when he's in the psychiatric hospital, Arkham Asylum, you know, he starts laughing to himself, and, you know, the lady's like, oh, what's so funny? And he goes, oh, it's an inside joke. You know, it's between me and him. And people are wondering, what is he referencing between me and him? Is it the fact that he created Batman because he's thinking Wait, about Wait, I thought he this? just said you wouldn't get it. He doesn't say me and him. No, 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 no. You wouldn't get it. It's between me and him. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, but then... Because people are saying that he's remembering the events that happened. And he's, like... He's connecting them. He's like, oh, I created Batman. So it's between me and him. Which I think is stupid, guys. What the fuck? I'm a, I think it's... I think me and him is just him and his own identity. Oh, you mean him and the Joker? Or yeah. him and Arthur? Yeah. It's, like, kind of, like, a way of saying, like... It's, it's, like, only I can understand it. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's my, mm-hmm. it's my joke, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What? Well, you know, I, I feel like... Ah. I feel like it's just one of those things. I was actually watching a review online, and the guy, the guy kind of mentions that he feels that the, they just tacked on the Batman stuff, like, the parents getting killed and stuff, like... To remind just, you. No, like, well, like, just in case they wanted to, like, connect it to a possible DC film... 
And honestly, oh, it yeah. does kind of feel like that. You know, like, the just was like, you know, just in case. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this movie's making fucking bank as of today. It yeah. might become, it may become the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Probably. What is it right now? It's like seven hundred fifty million. No, no, I mean, what is the film? Highest? I think the highest one is Deadpool, I believe. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's gonna pass Deadpool. Yeah, but you know, also superhero, look, also anti hero. They, 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 this movie was fifty five million dollars to produce. Todd Phillips took so much time convincing them, and now Warner Bros is gonna be sucking his dick because he just made them a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, look, I, I don't know. I think the Batman stuff. Just don't look too deep in it. I feel like it was just kind of like tacked on, you know, just mm-hmm. to remind people, as Simon says, this is a Joker movie, yeah. and you know, maybe, you know, if you want to milk it and, and, you know, hey, get Batman in there, we will. Yeah, it's kind of like a way, like, oh, hey, guys, just just remember Bruce Wayne is part of this. Yeah. And his yeah. parents died. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, usually in comic books, I think it was just like a random, just a random robber. Mm-hmm. And that's like, and that's Batman's reason to fight crime or become Batman. Yeah. because he just wants to decriminalize the whole city but mm-hmm. in this movie it's kind of saying like yeah oh well joker is the the sole reason on yeah. why batman wants to fuck him i up. mean that is fire though yeah it is fire and people are saying the thing that joker and batman were born on the same day that's actually pretty fire too i'm not even gonna lie oh it is well like they're saying like you know the day that you know his parents dies when he becomes batman and then that's the same day where like where uh, arthur fully becomes a joker and people are like recognizing him he's standing on top of the car yeah blah, blah, blah. I get that. I thought you meant like a literal birthday. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. well, that's, that's, that's cool too. That's very coincidental. Mm-hmm. But, so basically, <coughs> oh. look, a lot of theories out there. Yeah. But, we told you ours. <laughs> even though there were, even though ours was yeah. just basically, the movie yeah. happened in the way it did. The movie happened the way it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think both of you guys would agree. Oh wait, there's also, there's the one where it's like, the ending is just, like, fake. Him, the ending is just him imagining everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, that would show how insane he is, but I don't think it's as powerful. Yeah, like, because no. it, it shows, like, oh, he created this whole scheme or, like, scenario where he became this, like, criminal master. Not criminal mastermind, but just this, like, face of revolution. I thought we talked, we literally talked about no, this. No, already. no, that was, hold on, I got it. No, it's the chief. <laughs> we were saying how, um... No, because I feel like if, like, the original, or not the original, holy shit. Oh, that's pen. Um, the first theory we said was, like, it was, like, after everything happened. But the first one, or this one, saying, like, this is, like, nothing ever really happened. Like, yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Oh, really? What the yeah. fuck? They were saying, like, everything before was just canceled out. It was just, like... No, like, literally everything is, like... Yeah, so, no. Yeah. Not powerful. Yeah. Well, oh, anyways... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Overall, what, what would you give it? Out of time. So, man, I gotta, honestly, I gotta give it that 10. Whoa. I gotta give it that 10. Whoa. Whoa. It, it just, it's well, it's, it's well filmed, well mm-hmm. written, well acted, soundtrack, fire, mm-hmm. message, themes, fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the best part about it is that it just makes you feel so fucking, un- like, like, uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And that's when you know that the film is fucking good. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I would take maybe 0.5 off just because a lot of people say that it is very similar to Taxi Driver, those kinds of films. I forget what his name is, Martin King Scorsese. Oh, Martin Scorsese, yeah. Yeah, people say it's very similar to those, so I might dock a little bit off of that. I mean, it so was, 9.5 like, or like 9, or 9.5 to 10, honestly. It's like the same, it's like similar story because in Taxi yeah. Driver, I will get into it, but we don't have time for that, guys. What the fuck? What the fuck? 
What was I saying? Right. So I would give it like a nine, nine point five because I mean, it was it was. I mean, guys, watch it. Just watch it, it. You will understand. It's an amazing film. Like, yeah, some people might say, like, oh, lack of dialogue, oh, lack of action. Shut up. It's all about character progression and story progression. Okay, that's what makes a movie amazing. Basically, and the fact that we it made us do this. Yes, guys. It's the movie. It's the kind of movie that makes you. Like, like, not, like, think about it for the next month. Like, Endgame. Yeah. Guys, Endgame? That was different. That was emotionally traumatizing. But, um, yeah, I think... So, you, you know, yeah. we got the critic stuff out of the way. Now, let's, you know, let's just go for some straight fanboy stuff. Give me your favorite <laughs> moments of the film. Um, oh, jeez, golly. I think the beginning of the film was just very good because it was just yeah. you it sets up everything you see how like kind of you know just the beginning where he pulls his mouth <laughs> to make that smile and you see that oh oh you ruined it and then you see that you see the pain behind his eyes and yeah. stuff like that and then like you see him getting bullied in the streets not bullied but in the sense that like the city is so you know run down that like he feels like a sign is more important than his life. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you know, him getting beat up by like five kids and the music and the, the panning out, just everything is just amazing apart of that. And then, <coughs> and then just, guys, the car scene where he gets up and the, draws another oh smile, guys, that's <coughs> fucking that amazing. Is, oh my God. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it was fucking good. Film. What about your moment? Okay, so I got, you know, obviously, of course, the one on top of the car, you can't, you can't, you know, not recognize that. Yeah, guys, what the fuck? So I got, I, I think I have, like, three. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, the moment when, after he kills his co-worker and, and the whole thing with the midget, mm-hmm. straight fire, juxtaposition, to the max, mm-hmm. they got us. They also show that, you know, Arthur, like, has that little bit of humanity left in him, you know, recognizing that that guy was nice to him. And then that, that weird, like, black comedy with him, like, not being able to reach the lock. Mm-hmm. Arthur, like, fake scaring him. Yeah. The whole scene. Like, and the whole scene, you as an audience, you're just scared. Because, like, you think he's actually going to, like, cut this midget in half. Yeah. But you, he doesn't. You think, like, after he fakes him out, like, after he does, like, the, the yeah, taunt. Yeah. You think he's going to fucking kill him. And then he goes, like, ah, just kidding. And he yeah. just lets him go. So you're, like. And in a way, yeah. it shows his humanity, but also shows how, like, fucking fucked up he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that. <clears throat> fucking fire all right and then my next one gotta say the talk show scene obviously man the build up whoa mm-hmm. fucking intense all the way up to the you fucking you get what you fucking deserve yep fire but i gotta say my favorite one is at the end i believe he's in he's in the asylum and it's like an extreme close-up of joaquin's face and like he's singing the frank sinatra song like along with like along with like a backtrack mm-hmm. and he's singing the lyrics and stuff straight fire I'm, I'm not even gonna lie i feel like that almost takes the the, the cake the the car scene like just by a little bit might be a little bit just because because that song like you know it has to it, it's it's like murray's like theme song kind of and mm-hmm. at the end of his show murray murray says like that's life and then you know after joker kills murray he like grabs a camera and he's gonna say that's life but they cut him out mm-hmm. and i feel like it's kind of like a big you know a theme it kind of is, is like the the meaning of the song changes from like something that he enjoys to watch with his mom to like I fucking hate this guy and like like, I'm yeah yeah, like I'm using this song to like mock him Mm -hmm. you know so you know and and that song is just fucking fire Frank Sinatra is (laughs) fire Frank Sinatra is fire guys come on 
you know, Joaquin doing such a great job just acting it out, you know, singing those words. Mm-hmm. You just, and he, you just hear that edge in his voice. Oh, gotta say that is my favorite one. But the car scene does come a close second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess final topic that we gotta touch on. People always asking who's better, Heath, Ledger, oh Joker, my God. or this, this podcast could honestly go on for an hour. Yeah, but this but is the last. Simon last and I topic. have both agreed on this. Yes, we have both agreed on this. We agree that these two are just. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the. Frick? These two were just amazing at their portrayals of Joker. Yeah, and. You know they're both they're both just so great that like you can't put them against each other yeah. and just say one's better than the other. Like yeah, like one might be darker, but the other might be more like violent or whatever. Like it's they're just so good in their portrayal. Yeah, that I would just say yeah. both of them are amazing. As I mean, Joker. yeah, also just because the the their the Jokers that they portrayed were like basically different characters. Exactly, and so because you know. The, the the material they were working with was so different. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's under the same label as Joker. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we did talk about it. We say that, you know, their performances are both so good, but they're just for completely different source exactly. material. And, and, like, in a way, you just can't compare that. Yeah, I mean, because Joaquin's, like, it focuses so much more on mental health yeah. that you, you kind of see his development as a character and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then for Heath Ledger's, it's just, like, everything yeah. he he did to be to just kind of like spite Batman yeah it's just like wow mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. guys what the fuck you guys need to watch more Joker films yeah like he, I don't know he like he does a great job he, like he just plays a crazy guy without making you feel as if that's a guy that's acting crazy yeah you know what I mean and in, in, the, in the same vein Joaquin plays you know obviously the, the mentally ill insane guy without mm-hmm. without making you feel like okay that's someone obviously acting like they're trying to be mentally mm-hmm. ill so you know two different fields two different characters both amazing portrayals yeah but by the way rest in peace Heath yeah I know well, <sighs> sad so anyways you know we don't know if the Oscar's gonna go to Joaquin or not but if it does oh my god well deserved that that would be actually fire that would be insane what is that like the that would be the second Joker portrayal to, you know, get it. And mm-hmm. people always say, like, oh, Heath and Joaquin were friends, blah, 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 so. Yeah. But even then, I feel like Heath would be proud of Joaquin regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, yeah. <sighs> what a time. Basically, we could talk about this for, like, an hour. Exactly. Okay? But um, I think we went over pretty much all we wanted, mm-hmm. you know. Basically, great film. A lot of great stuff in it. A lot of stuff to talk about. You guys should definitely go see it. Um, if you're if you're the kind of maniac that you know reads uh the synopsis before they go watch the film, you're a monster. You're you're actually what the hell? Like, I can't understand that if you watch like horror films and you just yeah, yeah want to yeah. understand the story. But if you're mm-hmm. like for a movie that requires you to watch it, yeah, what the fuck? Like, if you were to yeah. watch Endgame but mm-hmm. read it before, so you knew the portal scene was gonna happen, <laughs> what the fuck? Guys, well, anyways, look, doesn't matter. We don't hate you that much. Just go watch this film, please. Yeah, exactly. If you and if you've already it. seen it, go see it again. Yeah. It's so fucking good. And, you know, we, we hope you guys like these masks. As you can see, we put hours of effort into them, mm-hmm. paper mache. You know, we took guys, out, you know, was... we, we literally, uh, you know, we got the ink from the eggs of, a, you know, of an ostrich. And, uh, you know, we drained it ourselves, purified it. Um, so, Please, please, you risk our life, or Simon risked his life to get this costume shape. So, yeah. you know, if anything, if you don't like what we talked about today, if you agree with absolutely nothing we said, then fuck please, you. 
well, fuck you, but also, at least just give us some support for these masks. Anyways, guys, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Um, I got nothing else. Finish this off, Simon. You get what you deserve. You get what you fucking deserve. All right, guys, as you guys know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, you know, find us there. We'll be posting clips. We'll be posting, we'll be posting a poll on which mask is better. Oh Which shit! Is really weird because we both look like shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, you know, comment, comment. What? Well, tell us what. Give us a rating on the movie. You know, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. And uh, as always, that's life. That's life. Have a good Clown one. Clown penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hasn't ended yet. Hey, it hasn't ended yet. Okay, now it's ending. Yeah, bye. Bye.